something with Savitri? Yeah, 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 yeah. Related to Savitri only. How we can read Savitri in the mother's one? <laughs> so let's start with a little background of Savitri. I'm sure everyone is aware to an extent, but uh, <clears throat> uh, just to set the ball rolling. So as we know, Savitri started in 1916, though its first draft is in Baroda in 1893, as soon as Sri comes back. But then it was a small poem titled Earth and the Beyond, which is very significant because the entire life and work and tapasya and yoga of Sri is how to not just link the two, but to make this earth equal to heaven. Heaven is not the, you know, heaven of the <laughs> Swarg Lok of the Puranas, but the higher worlds. Because this is the problem that we all, in the course of journeys through lives, our journey through lives, is the biggest challenge, is the highest in all, all, all spiritual thought. It's a big hiatus. Now, the hiatus is that it's all right. This world is very good for some, may not be so good for some. But in the last analysis, it ends badly. How it ends badly? We grow old. We have diseases. Things degenerate. Even the best of things do not last. Isn't it? It's not something, it, it doesn't require to read a scripture to understand this. Even the best of things do not last. And at the end, there is death. Full stop or comma is a different thing altogether. So it's very natural to raise a question. Why is it all? Wherefore it came? If there is a creator, then it is a imperfect creation so to say if we don't want to call it very frankly a bad joke it's definitely an imperfect creation it's not what even as a human being conscious human being if supposing for a moment we were to uh, create something we would not want to create something which is riddled with all these uh, pain and suffering why would we do that now this has been a challenge to human consciousness and there are several ways that people have tried to explain it. One of them is, well, this world is the creation of some mysterious maya or it's an illusion. Your pain is an illusion, which is very strange because <laughs> at every level, even at the deepest level, the pain is real. If not yours, then you look at the world around. I mean, even if you are, even if one is so extremely selfish that one doesn't experience and one's life is fine. But you look at the world around. Look at Buddha. His life was all fantastic. Yet Buddha felt the pain and suffering of the world around him. And sought a solution. So it's something real. In experience it is real. In perception it is real. There are other ways of explaining it. That well, your own karmas. That raises still further question. We are put into this world without any knowledge, can we deny that? That we start our journey with ignorance? Now, when you start your journey with ignorance, how much can we really blame a person? You know, a small child, two-year-old, suddenly pushes his mom. Can the mom say, you're being extremely disrespectful, I'm going to punish you for... I mean, he's ignorant. 
she will gradually explain train and educate so how much can we blame human consciousness which is so limited and put upon it the entire burden of its own journey there is a nice little story of shirbindo which i love to share when he was in baroda he was as you know he was with the maharaja and once when the two were taking a stroll a old lady an old lady was crossing the road and uh, she was carrying a bundle of things and it suddenly fell it dropped and she started picking them up so the maharaja walked up there and once again tied the bundle and put it over her head and looked back at shirbindo came back and looked at him looking for some sign of approval being a maharaja you did this and shirbindo says yes yes this is what we have been doing so far but this is not enough for a maharaja to do this maharaja should make it make a system wherein such a thing is not needed an old lady who is you know carrying this burden he says we have been passing the burden back to the person whereas true divine royalty is to take the burden upon oneself that's what is the sign of divinity so this was shurbindo's quest uh, which i think all uh, well meaning people if we come out of the prisms of isms that's what i call it <laughs> and the stock things we have read it's a natural question we should come very naturally and why this life is so imperfect why does it end in death why does it why suffering comes our way and as i said the theory of karma is unsatisfactory it may give some relief based on our belief system but just imagine there are people who really um, are fine but look at young people who when they die and things happen and to tell them you did something in some past life imagine if we tell Uh, akshay bhai you lost your luggage because of some past life karma it is so absurd <laughs> no i mean any right thinking person would not do that <laughs> and if we go that way life would degenerate imagine if all of us took that approach that a terrorist went and killed everybody well your past karma so you had to be killed what about the terrorist he will get his punishment in hell beyond and later on when he comes back so this is a never ending cycle who created this never ending cycle and why so the other option is don't think about all these questions man's mind cannot understand find a way out of this hell in which you are caught too selfish sir <laughs> and again it goes back to the question why this hell was created and who created and what for so there are many unresolved issues in human religious and spiritual thought of course in the absence of any complete answer we accept it we have accepted it because there were no complete answer then at the end of the day one thought ki okay doesn't matter let me find my own way and find an escape into some beyond whether it be the salvation into some other world in some swargalok golok in vaikuntha kailash or in some other world so that we don't come back upon earth or else people have taken the other route that well all this is all useless mental deliberation let us try with whatever limited means to make this world better 
by whatever means we have rather than engaging with metaphysical questions but the questions remain they hit us again and again so there is a gap in this entire understanding of life of man of world of god which shurbindu steps in that's a gap and it's a big gap because the whole idea of moksha at the end at the bottom is really speaking if not selfish outrightly strange that well this world is a world of suffering come out of it whatever be the cause of suffering of course you analyze the cause of suffering every scripture says that and then you come out so there was a gap and shurbindo's whole effort is to bridge that what is the reason we have missed something and what we have missed is something very important and that is this entire world is not a static world it's something which science had to come in and tell us that it is a world which is by its very nature an evolutionary world it is progressing whether we like it or not progress may take strange turns and twist it may be cyclic as it is then we begin to understand take the question changes if it is moving gatishil yat kinch jagatyam jagat as the ishopanishad says it then where is this motion leading us is it just a meaningless motion or there is some truth behind it and then through the all this movement and motion and if i may say commotion there is something which is manifesting itself through forms and names this is now becomes Uh, logical because we see it happening in our individual life example is very simple at 5 10 the way we experience life for a 10 year old or a 5 year old getting admitted into kindergarten is world coming crashing down for a 15 year old a heartbreak is like life is finished for a 25 year old getting married to the wrong partner every partner is a wrong partner <laughs> depending on how you look at it <laughs> why because we want fixed things that's why because we want all ready made stuff but life is not about ready made it's an evolutionary life there is nothing ready made there is nothing like a free lunch and given so and then by the time it is 50 one says let's find the road to nirvana so this is the problem so we become wiser when we look back at 50 or 60 when we were 5 year old and our own grandchild is going to the school hey why are you crying but that time we were much worse off so you see we have grown in one lifetime when at 15 somebody has a heartbreak we don't say oh you know life has crashed even though our life may have been crashed at that moment we say hota hai you will get somebody better don't worry because we have grown through that experience we understand things the same experience which created pain through the application of some kind of wisdom which comes from within changes into joy we laugh over our you know all those things that have happened in the past so evolution progress is the real purpose and this progress as shubhendra says is not a meaningless thing it is taking place with a divine intent uses the word divine will within creation there is a divine will which is operating and why is this will operating the will which can at times draw all the gopis and gopis with a flute or it can create a kurukshetra what is this will doing through all this so this will is preparing forms and names to manifest the divine who is within because originally the intent was eko ham bahushyam that's what the rigveda says 
the one wanted to become many it's not an easy task so that this hints and possibilities which are there shubindu brings it out and he says there is a divine perfection inside this is a old story but to bring that perfection in life outside in everyday life in every event and action is the real challenge divine perfection is inside and all mystics have contacted inside and come back with this story that yes there is a divine perfection there is a perfect state but when you come out how to manifest it so therein started his great journey we know from 1910 shurbindo had realized all the major realizations of all the traditional yoga if you want to see what these realizations are in savitri since we are talking of this context book 1 canto 3 you don't have to go further book 1 canto 3 and if you enter canto 4 already you will see new things have started and canto 5 entirely a new path but all the realizations that yogis had the opening of the inner centers new faculties the experience of the self the realization of the self the peace of nirvana stillness all of them is there conversing with the gods all in one canto ashupati so 1910 when shurbindo comes to pondicherry he has already realized all that he had realized nirvana he had realized the vasudevam sarvamiti which is which is the greatest of things that the gita speaks of why is he still what is he still going seeking as one of our well known my a uh, friend and one of the most respected and loved teachers chutnarayan sharma used to give talks in hindi so he he used to put it very interestingly he said when buddha walked into the forest abandoning leaving his palace why did he do that because he had raj vibhuti but not yog vibhuti he is looking for that he has the raj vibhuti he has all that human beings can seek for in material life in those days there were no acs and such things car but whatever one could provide in his kingdom shakya kingdom was there and yet something is missing but look at shurbindo he has raj vibhuti in every sense he is hailed as the star rising in the indian firmament crowds are following him thousands of people are touched by him even during shurbindo speeches in um, independence freedom movement those days people hailed him as an avatar as a rishi they they were so deeply touched he had such a brilliance in terms of that also anything earthly you you know it's a dream thing to have studied in cambridge come back and so brilliant he could write he could have easily earned millions it was you know at his doorstep so he had raj vibhuti but he also had yog vibhuti he had all the major experiences see shubindu's poems all the major experiences are there why is now he going to pondicherry because he is for that final reconciling answer he is moved by the vyatha of mankind but not just to give him an escape for the few that path is already there but to solve the problem here the paradox is here up till now we have been teaching people find a way there is a way some people take that path and they escape fantastic what about this world this earth it remains forever like that one of the questions that you know we all can ask is there in like isopanishad says you know uh, 
all over there is nothing else but the divine this fundamental teaching but then why is it so difficult we have to do yoga sadhana to realize something which is our very essence why is it not so natural there is a very nice uh, sufi kalam which has been sung by nusrat fateh ali and he puts it paradoxically tu ek gorakh dhanda hai to hai bhi aur nahi bhi sab jagah hai par kahin nahi milta this is you know this this is a fact i mean of course the mystic you he finds him but why is so much effort so much it's the most natural thing and that is the mystery of the evolution of consciousness progressively from matter to man and still beyond and this is what shirbindo gives us and he through all his writings he has um, you know brought out this key idea of evolutionary transformation it's an idea that can change earthly life at every level mind you at the most practical level people fix things in a fixed frame this person is like this but when the moment you bring in evolutionary transformation then there is a possibility of change and it is a key idea one of those key ideas which can change our dealing with this world dealing with it gives us hope it gives us courage it gives us faith this world is not forever condemned to be in this state so this key idea shobindo reveals through all the pages as is on the gita for example one of the scriptures which is closest to his heart he said the gita is one of the best preparations for this yoga shobindo says that and yet in the beginning he says that we belong to the we do not belong to the dawns of the past but to the noons of the future so he takes the base is the same that there is one divine reality it's fundamental truth in the upanishads the gita the vedas but then that's that's done already <laughs> what is the next step so he brings that out through countless volumes but it was not sufficient why it was not sufficient because it requires a lot of labor you know to read shobindo's works we all know the life divine <laughs> even to touch it requires courage <laughs> so there was a little story about vyas veda vyas of the vedas and puranas and mahabharata fame that after having written all these wonderful books or compiling them he is um, still feeling something is amiss and in that state he is moving around the banks of river saraswati and narada asim what's what's your problem he said i don't know there is some problem is i'll tell you you have written about everything but you have not yet written about the divine avatar you know this is the key element in shorbindo's yoga if we miss it we have missed the point the avatar stands at the center as the head and the gate this is a doctrine of avatarhood which we see found in of course in christianity it was there it is forgotten Shri Krishna brings it out with what a prominence! The first time we hear about divine standing in the front of the human march, it's so beautiful. The avatar, and in Shobindo's yoga, it is the center. We may know all about the yoga, practice all kinds of meditation, but if we have not opened to the mother, who is at the gate, nothing is done. So, then he writes the Shemad, the Bhagavat Puran. that's how you know vyas is and we all know what a wonderful scripture it is you may not be one may not have read the vedas and the upanishads but one reads 
वेद पुराण जाके श्रुति गावे नेति नेति जाको श्रुति गावे सोनंद लाल आज जननी की बाही पकड़ के चली वो सिखावे he was actually wanting to make it very 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 easy for us let me put it very paradoxically <laughs> we'll come to then naturally but then how to read it he wanted to make it easy for us metaphysics and straining the mind so he wanted to give something which is endowed with the maximum charged with the maximum spiritual consciousness spiritual power that vibration through which by merely reading it by absorbing those vibration man can arrive at what is intended see if you read the isha upanishad and kena upanishad and many of them wonderful mantras so how people wonder what is the practice given here nowadays you know we want a practice it doesn't say isha upanishad doesn't say sit like this and meditate like this yet if you read the isha upanishad it can take you to the realization shurbindo had his major realization while walking in the alipur jail just reciting the two verses of the isha upanishad how does it do that now a mantra a shloka is a capsule of light who can understand you know when it is said that you know yastu sarvani bhutani atme vabhut vijanata he who knows all this as the one becoming तत्र को मोह का शोका एक हाउ टू सी दिस वन नॉट यू नॉट वेन द माइंड एंडर infinity and that starts with one they are not two zero and one the entire computer world is based on that because it's the fundamental truth of existence so this one by meditating upon these verses one suddenly has a door which opens that's what these verses were meant for not so much to be interpreted as to be just felt inside the heart because what is the mantra shubhendra explains it beautifully mantra is something which rises from the this is the seed because this is the seed of the creator mantra is not born from the mind it rises from the heart and when this consciousness goes further in the higher and higher worlds there the rishi receives the mantra it's a revelation it's not written by the mind okay let me write about how best i can express that probably there is one divine everywhere that's usual standard books so mantra carries within itself the vibration that can help us realize what it contains that's why we see in savitri page 365 as when the mantra sings in yoga's here it reveals it just stirs the brain and we may not understand the meaning but slowly and slowly it begins to hit us from inside you know i take this example and people take wine the older it is and slowly it hits you in the beginning you may not feel the kick but as you take it it begins to hit us from within so mantra works like a capsule of light and delight it opens an inner door simply because it contains that 
vibration of sound and the mothers after all we all know nath brahman you know the power of the sound so shivindu wanted the sound vibrations rhythms to embody the highest possible vibration which he called the overmind and beyond is the supermind so mind cannot be expressed in human language but the highest possible sound vibration through word symbols that is savitri it was it is his gift to us and that's why shivindu spoke of savitri as the most important work and the mother went on to say savitri is the message all the rest is preparation and she said if you read just read savitri she has used the word just read savitri it can take you to the highest realizations of yoga without the need of an outer guru and i have had some i think i have shared all this so i won't share again uh, so many wonderful experiences not only with myself myself is okay but people who just don't know about it the music of savitri the power of savitri and people have received it and the life changed of course i must say that it is a big grace if savitri can come into one's life and one has opened and read it bin hari jaise kehte na bin hari kripa mila hi nahi santa nahi padega and i can tell you a little story about it that bin bin hari kripa um once bino bhave had come to ashram and uh, he he met the mother and mother said uh, he said tell me something what else i should do she said you are doing a good work bhudan movement continue with it that's all because whatever is then he wanted uh, the life divine for gandhi ji <laughs> you know the story <laughs> so signed copy of the life divine shobindra said okay you can give it to him but he won't read it can you imagine signed copy of shirobindo signed in front with a particular object and he gave it to him he goes and gives it to gandhi ji immediately says hum kya padhenge ya something like that that you know i don't think i need it i will read it i don't forget i don't remember the exact thing pass it on to someone you read it you see if savitri has come across us we have opened and read a few lines it's because thus it is so <laughs> and when we read it then it is like shri krishna gave the geeta but he did something else also and that is played the flute the geeta we can try to understand can we analyze the flute savitri shirobindo's flute and when we read it like that with that state to quite an with humility you see one of the fundamental things before the divine fundamental lessons and it is so logical i think the other day also i was saying humility you know when we go to the divine saying i know this i know that let me see what you have written let me compare notes <laughs> somebody once told me so many humorous experiences you have in life so there was someone you know, talking of long 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 back 30 years back he said uh, what shirobindo is written is okay but in my opinion i said just hold on hold on hold on your opinion who are you even as a human being forget about forget about yoga for the moment just look at shirobindo's credentials as just a human avatar as shri krishna says in the gita i am 
I am um, Vasudev in the among the vibhutis in the Vrishnis. He is the vibhuti as well as the avatar. Look at Sri Bindu. I mean, just the fact that just his outer achievements forget about the inner thing. If for nothing else, he will make a sambal. Somebody could write poetry in Greek, Latin, French, Sanskrit, Bangla, of course. English had mastered thirty-two languages, gave an original understanding of Sanskrit, translated, gave us the sense of the secret of the Vedas, the Upanishads. Look at his commentaries on on the Gita, and he could talk about every poet in the world, from Homer to Wordsworth and Shakespeare, and with what a perfection Swinburne people used to ask him, and how he would talk about it. But equally, when he spoke about the Vedas, the Ramayana, the Mahabharata—you wonder who is he? <laughs> who is he? So, if we just look at the outer persona of Shirdhu and he gives Savitri to us, <laughs> the least that is required is humility, and this humility opens a door. Humility means I don't know, I don't understand. It should be like that. I don't know, Mother, how to understand Savitri. and then when we read with that with the will to understand then we will see that the lines begin to reveal themselves i tell this even in medical practice you know there are two kinds of patients one who come say doctor sahab a problem hai i write the medicine they take it with faith and they get well the other ones who ask me 10 questions which is okay so finally i asked what medicine you want me to write <laughs> some of them outright come and say write to me paracetamol i am having fever i said okay sure you want nothing else okay makes my task easier <laughs> but your task has become difficult because you have missed an opportunity i could have examined seen but you want me to write paracetamol and here they have their own ideas ye lene se ye side effect hoga wo ne say i said see all these are your concepts so people often ask i'm not a fan of allopathic medicine but you know people i mean on the contrary but sometimes you know people come and say funny things isko lene se side effect hoga kya i said saans le rahe ho na hawa ab pani pi rahe ho khana kha rahe ho sab ka side effect hai <laughs> so similarly sometimes people say savitri samajh nahi aati i'll give you that answer <laughs> sorry <to. laughs> savitri samajh nahi aati hai मैं पूछता हूँ आप अपने आप को समझ रहे हो सावित्री तो बहुत बड़ी इसमें तो पूरी सृष्टि का सत्य है एंटायर क्रिएशन इज हियर कैसे समझ आएगी डू आई अंडरस्टैंड एनीथिंग अबाउट एनीथिंग दिस इज कॉल्ड ह्यूमिलिटी एक्चुअली वी डोंट वी डोंट नो व्हाई हाइड्रोजन एंड ऑक्सीजन कंबाइंड टू क्रिएट द प्रॉपर्टीज ऑफ वॉटर डू वी नो दैट डू वी अंडरस्टैंड वाई प्लांट्स दीज लीव्स बिकम ग्रीन many of the leaves are green so scientists and all this we know chlorophyll so sir what does chlorophyll do it absorbs all the colors reflects green why does it do so sir the way its atoms are built why is it so <laughs> now comes the last point so the way to read actually any scripture any scripture very frankly any of these words of the great ones luminous ones who have passed they have given it like a he is supreme healer for whose good and we look at shurbindo from 1916 continuing till 
the last seal and stamp why was he doing so we all know that you know his eyes got affected but he wanted to give something it is his gift to us that while i am withdrawing my children should have something which will carry them through the new creation so just as when shri krishna is withdrawing from the field of kurukshetra afterwards we know dwapar is ending and kalyug is started paradoxical no so kalyug has started so shri krishna knows this difficult time is going to come so he hands over to mankind the gita to steer him through the process of kalyug till shri krishna utterly returns so he comes back now and he says okay now that is done now from this kalyug we are going towards a never ending ascent we can't even use the word satyug because even satyug tends to come back but an age of truth in that sense yes but an age from where there is no lapse but it is not something which is going to be immediate it is going to take time so who will guide us in the whole journey so he gives in our hands savitri so savitri is the guide savitri is the mantra of transformation savitri is unique among the world scriptures because of many reasons one of them being that it reveals to us the future entire range of indian scriptures you know what is where is the future reveal bhavishya puran is there where you see certain things otherwise what is going to be the future it says that individually you can find the divine and all these are wonderful thing what is the future of earth mankind is there a future at all other than finding that which already is there why are we even finding what is always there and already there savitri reveals to us the future not just of an individual it gives us the future of earth of mankind of a race and a luminous future the assurance as mother said shurbindo brings to the earth the assurance of a luminous future and while we still labor under the darkness though it is slowly if we compare ourselves to 60 years back so much changes have taken place without a doubt so he gave us savitri to guide us through the journey so when we read with humility we read with quietude as we would a mantra with this aspiration that unlock the door inside not to understand what we will understand <laughs> how much we will understand <laughs> so many talks so many people i myself so many talks are there what we can understand it it is an ever new disclosure it can be revealed not understood there is a difference A revelation is something which suddenly a door opens and there is a flash, and there is an aha feeling. Understanding is what is the meaning of the word? What is it? And then, if we read Savitri, actually, of all the writings of Shirobindo, frankly speaking, and we can read passages, it is the simplest. Maybe some of the letters apart, but otherwise. yesterday or when day before we had read that passage the master of existence lurks in us and plays at hide and seek with his own force 
simpler than Vasudevam Sarvamiti Yatkincha Jagatyam Jagat. But look at how he's saying. The master of existence lurks in us and plays at hide and seek with his own force. And then look at this marvelous line. In nature's instruments loiters secret God. A mutual debt binds us to the supreme. What a humorous, you know, there is a lot of humor in Savitri. Bhagwan ki upar hamara udhari hai. Literally is that keyword story. Bhagwan ki upar hamari. <laughs> so imagine a mutual debt binds earth to the supreme, binds man to God. His nature we must put on as he put ours. That is the mystery of the avatar. This transfiguration is earth's due to heaven. His nature we must put on as he put ours. His heavenly portion we must grow divine. Our life is a paradox with God for key. But not the God of religions who is up there and this is. God is the key. The heavens and the earth both have emerged from him. That's what the Rig Veda says, Padabhyam Prithvi. So he gives us that key and all that is needed is to apply it. Reading alone does the effect and if we read in quietude, the revelation comes. And even if we do not, when you touch fire, even if you don't know that it burns, it will still burn. Because it's the property of fire to burn. So when we read Savitri, even if you don't understand, if you just read it, it starts working inside and starts changing us from within. So this was, sorry for the very long answer. I don't know whether it's still answered or not. How to read Savitri, read in quietude. <laughs> don't fool around with it. <laughs> and of course, as I said that, it is not something so much to be interpreted. Any scripture, by the way, when we read with poor, you know, our preconceived notions, it, it interferes with our understanding. Anything for that matter. Even a medical understanding. It interferes because there is a different science which is operating behind. So when we read it with this idea that I don't understand, I want to understand. There, there is something new then it will reveal itself. Otherwise, it will we'll always get lost in our interpretations. Individually, the mind is bound to interpret, which is okay, nothing. But best is to read it with these, as, this aspiration and read it in quietude and the mantra will reveal itself. It is there in Savitri on page 375, as I said, call to the quest. This whole passage, as when the mantra sings in yoga's ear, the entire process is there. We can even read it if there are no questions. We can read that passage. How does the mantra work? It enters through the eye, through the ears. Where does it go into the brain? Brain is the seat of consciousness, actually, in human beings, just as this is the center where the creator stands. Brain is where the consciousness comes in human beings and then it's transmitted. So when it goes inside, it starts retraining the neurons. You see, actually, that's why the mother said it will create new brain cells for understanding if that is needed. 
वी डोंट हैव द ब्रेन सेल्स राइट नाउ पैनल्स नहीं है सोलर पैनल्स वी ऑल नो दैट सन इज इनफिनिट एनर्जी समबडी वाज नीडेड टू से या या बट यू कैन टैप इट ओनली बाय पुटिंग सोलर पैनल्स इट्स नॉट एनफ टू प्रे प्रे इज गुड वंडरफुल बट आल्सो मेक सम सोलर पैनल्स सो सावित्री इज द सोलर पैनल सो when we read it it builds the brain in such a way that we can start receiving the sound rhythms of the mantra and then this begins to change us because it's the seat of consciousness in human beings so from there it goes to every area to our hands feet brain body heart all the organs and that's why the mother also said at one place that savitri has a healing power in it I've seen this. Thank you very much for that beautiful explanation, Sadhguru. All these, all of them are quite ardent readers of Sadhguru. Yes, I know. That's why I probably it went on and on. Yeah. That's why because yeah. जब अच्छी audience होती है तो yeah. Yeah, yeah. When there is such a receptive audience, things flow. Otherwise, I have a question on Sadhguru. You have something besides Sadhguru? And just again, <laughs> you can ask again. I just ask on Saturday yeah, then. <coughs> so I wanted to ask Saturday if you can, you know, how we do it is that we uh, we start with Mother's voice and uh, remember how we are to read Saturday to align ourselves. Then we read a few lines, then stay quiet for a few minutes to receive however everyone is receiving it. Then we speak about it. What? if there is anything to speak or you know sometimes some things are not clear sometimes they are clear so we don't wait there but then everybody gives their viewpoint or what they have understood and then we move on to the next so is is that so i can tell you not my views my views are my views but what mother spoke about uh, reading shurbindo in study circles because people ask this question mm-hmm. to mother and it applied to all the works of shurbindo and savitri of course she has already written so much maybe one could read it so there were study circles where people read shurbindo's works so the mother said she gave a way i mean that people sit together they join in a common aspiration stay quiet then they read then she says that one person who feels deeply connected can explain see If you have many people explaining, then it is not. It's a TV discussion and debate. One person, because it it's not something which can suddenly be revealed to everyone at one go. But in a group life, one person who will then become more and more a catalyst towards receiving. That person shares whatever one's understanding is. If one has something from Shirvindo's writings which goes with that, fine. But otherwise, one person. This is once. That's it. no discussions this was a words because discussion will disperse so something beautiful you have received now instead of receiving it as a prashad i'll give you an example of discussion very pra- pragmatic level so in all our mandir we go there after aarti puja archana we receive prashad okay so there was a very interesting scene in the film godholi bahut purana girish kanad and i'm forgetting who was there smita patel or someone anyways So the thing is, imagine you receive prasad. Now, what do you do? You take the prasad with gratitude and come. Now, imagine if five people gather together. He amrud hai, he is safe hai. 
बहुत खट्टा है ये पुराना है नहीं ये वो बगीचे का सेब है थोड़ा मीठा और डालने में क्या प्रॉब्लम था सो वट इज है इट्स नो मोर प्रसाद इट्स ए फूड स्टफ सो दे इज अ डिफरेंस बिटवीन प्रसाद एंड द फूड वीट फूड वी एनालाइज ये टेस्टी है कैसे बनाया था आपने ये हमारे ट्रेडिशन में दिस नॉट समथिंग कैसे बनाया था आपने क्या रेसिपी है नहीं हमारे यहाँ वैसे बनाते हैं ये खाना बाहर गांव में अलग तरह से बनाते हैं दिस इज अनदर वे ऑफ मेकिंग ढोकला यू कैन डू दैट बट व्हेन यू रिसीव ढोकला इज प्रसाद फ्रॉम द मंदिर डू यू एनालाइज ये कौन सा वाला है यू टेक द जॉय ऑफ टेकिंग इट सो बेस्ट इज नॉट टू एंगेज इन डिबेट एंड डिस्कशन इन जनरल पीपल कैन हैव देयर ओन व्यूज दैट्स नथिंग रॉन्ग विद दैट दैट इज नेचुरल इनएविटेबल I'm talking about the collective reading. <laughs> so, baki thik hai. One can have one's own understanding and bright and grow and this is in. But in a collective reading, it's best if there is only one person, if at all, who speaks about it. Now, who that person will be, I don't know. So, I myself didn't, by the way, didn't want to speak about Savitri. I must say that um, it was through a series of experiences and was thrust upon me literally. So that's how I started speaking. And then also, I used to question. and tell you this uh, should i at all speak on savitri savitri is not something which we should speak about i myself used to read it understand it seemingly <laughs> enjoy it so i asked the mother questions no you give me a clear sign that i should speak about it <coughs> i won't speak about it and then there were series of experiences no need to repeat them and then i started as literally pushed into it so there has it, it's not like you see in indian ancient indian tradition there was a lot of talk about adhikar bhed which we have forgotten today that's why we don't understand the story of eklavya kya hai enroll karne gaya tha see when you read jawali satyakam story adhikar bhed is important you don't teach anybody and everybody about nuclear bomb making he'll become king <laughs> kim jong un you'll be or you know uh, who was that scientist uh, abdul someone who pakistan who sold that technology to that's not the way spiritual things are to be treated with that sense of the sacred they're not a you know uh, debate about who will become the next uk prime minister in my view in that view so th- then for maximum effect i'm not saying that one should do this way or that way because um, that makes a dogma but this since you asked me the question this is the way that mother herself has said and this is the way that savitri herself teaches us about mantra this is the way in indian tradition mantras have always been received and if somebody is marked to speak about it he will get the revelations and the indications then yes then there is a adhikar which has been given with it not written on a piece of paper this my considered view of the matter ha zarur jitendra ne pucha to agar isme hamara bhagavad gita ka kuch connection savitri mein se nikla to hum keh sakte hain best hota isme swam ke andar us connection ko banana as i said nothing wrong but jab tak hum us scripture ko acche se nahi i'll give an example प्रैक्टिकल लाइफ के एग्जाम्पल अब हीलिंग सिस्टम्स हैं अलग अलग हीलिंग सिस्टम है कई लोग मुझे आके पूछते हैं कि मैं 
एलोपैथ ले रहा हूं मेरे होम्योपैथ ने मुझे साइनस के लिए ये सिलिशिया दिया है तो मैं ले लू क्या आई टेल दम दैट यू नो फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल इन होम्योपैथी डर्क लाइक दैट इट्स अ डिफरेंट प्रोसेस यू डोंट से आपको कोरोना का मेडिसिन निकला था आई डोंट नो मैजिक मेडिसिन हमारे दिमाग में एक प्रिज्म रहेगा या एक एंगल विच इज अंडरस्टैंडेबल इंडिविजुअली हम सबका एक बैकग्राउंड है अभी जो वेद को पढ़ के आया है तो उसमें वो देखेगा है ऐसी वर्सेस उपनिषद की बहुत सारी वर्सेस रेजोनेट करेगी बट देन व्हाट विल हैपन वी लिमिटेड ओनली टू दोज एस्पेक्ट्स व्हिच आर कनेक्टेड विद यू नो सर्टेन एस्पेक्ट्स ऑफ द गीता वेयर एज वी मे मिस आउट ऑन अदर थिंग्स व्हिच आर सो इंपॉर्टेंट आई विल गिव यू वन एग्जांपल फ्रॉम सावित्री इटसेल्फ इन सावित्री टुवर्ड द एंड देयर इज दिस वन ऑफ द महावाक्यस लास्ट लास्ट पेज सेवन ट्वेंटी पर आएगा जब सब लोग आते हैं देखते हैं सत्यवान को और यू नो दे सी द चेंज एंड एवरीबडी एज विटनेस सो उसके पिताजी बड़ी टचिंग स्टोरी है थोड़ा सा तो द्युमत से ना तो उनको पता नहीं है ये सब क्या हुआ है होल थिंग्स हैव चेंज लाइफ हैज चेंज देयर किंगडम हैज कम बैक आई साइड हैज कम बैक बट सत्यवान एंड सावित्री एट लिंग लॉन्ग इन द इवनिंग इन द फॉरेस्ट so he comes and the moment he sees this overjoyed but he says look here savitri you shouldn't have delayed him first day you have gone out and you have delayed him he chides him chides her he says we you wanted to go you went out but you know he is our eyes without him food is tasteless all this he says very touching and he says that aaj when there is so much joy i have experienced i wish you had brought him back <laughs> so you know he almost makes her responsible for that moment of sorrow that he experienced because he didn't find satyavan by his side and you know what satyavan says wo savitri ko uttar nahi dene deta hai but he stands for her and says lay all on her she is the cause of all now you see there are such passages in savitri which will remind us of sarva dharman parityajya mam ekam sharanam raja but there is a difference shobindra speaks about surrender to the divine mother shri krishna speaks about surrender to shri krishna is there a difference yes if there was no difference that is where we have to understand the mystery of the avatar each avatar brings a certain angle of vision and something for the earth of which he is the upholder so shri krishna brought something to earth which is very high very beautiful very powerful but now shobindra brings something yet higher otherwise shobindra would have himself said you can surrender to god in any which way it doesn't matter the new creation will be done he didn't say that he spoke about surrender to the divine mother taking refuge in the divine mother he himself who had experienced the living reality of shri krishna it's not like for him shri krishna is so much real nowhere i have seen any mystic bring out shri krishna with such force and reality and the mother how she would walk with shri krishna how when she would be little tired she would just rest on shri krishna's shoulders and he would say it was shobindra's way of revealing himself so when they shobindra says surrender to the mother 
there is no antagonism but shri krishna brings something for earth he is the supreme the mother is the supreme but he has brought something to earth which is good for a certain kind of humanity for a certain level at the level at which the evolution was taking place in the times of arjuna and the mother brings something which is now for the next future so though it is the same thing because both are speaking of surrender and both are speaking of that embodied divine the mother is embodied divine shobindra is embodied divine shri krishna is embodied divine and yet there is a difference so that way it's important to understand that part but yes otherwise each one will have his own journey that's a different thing altogether and it must each one must have their own journey we should not make anything into a dogma or a kind of religion but when there is a collective reading i'll give you another example see uh, now people do worship and puja and you'll see in their individual rooms many kind of you know murti bhi hogi ye bhi hoga picture bhi hogi sari cheez individually it is perfectly fine it's you know each one's connection but in the ashram you don't see that there is a reason because mixtures should not be there it's important to maintain it and that was something uh, uh, very beautiful that you know i can give you an example of champaklalji and sound very but these are things which people have seen and he went to a center relics of shivjindu were there and there were all kinds of gods and goddesses and you know what he did let me not speak about it he literally took and threw it because to mix mixture in spiritual life is not a good thing because why because each of them represents an angle and a respect whereas this is an integral reality that will take us in its own unique way otherwise we'll remain who bolte na do now beech mein now individually it's perfectly fine because it's not something which should be ever imposed on anyone but collectively it should be centered around then one can have a separate reading of the gita separate reading of the upanishad that's fine we all do that and that's perfect so this is the considered view based on understanding of how things should be and are yeah please i mean we talk about collective how in a group it sometimes has its problems sometimes like I feel that you know, sharing sometimes everyone comes from different levels of consciousness. Each reading is done separately. Each 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 one understands in a different way because this poem, this poetry of sharing is extremely deep. Some people can't reach that level. Some people are deeper in that level. I think sharing sometimes one reveals something that he has felt him. That probably gets an influence in the other. It's perfectly fine. Exactly. Actually, you have answered it. first that each one is at a different level of understanding look at the confusion it will create second precisely because it can influence other see when a person is quietly receiving whether he has received or not is between him and the originator of the mantra but now when there is sharing it is with the intent that maybe i am sharing something which will clarify but it is more likely to obfuscate and this we follow everywhere it is i'll tell you in like as a doctor as a psychiatrist my specialization now if there is a meeting of the psychiatrist and the cardiologist comes and he say no i'll talk about the problems of the heart 
perfectly fine. But you can talk about the anatomical heart, not about the psychological heart. Now, it will create a confusion. So, while, as I said, individual revelation is perfectly fine, but this is likely to, more likely, in fact, almost 100% likely, precisely because we all don't understand. So, honestly, very frankly, if you ask me, even the Gita, I'll now touch that topic, you know. Gita is a well-known scripture, okay? Have you seen that much of the Gita is explained by people who have withdrawn from life and lived in an ashram? Sanyas, what does the Gita say? It says not sanyas, but tyaga. And Sri Krishna goes at pains to explain. It is given to the man on the battlefield. So if you ask my view, one who has renounced outer life is not an adhikari to speak about Gita. But it's easy to read it and interpret it because there are so many interpretations. So for each scripture, there is an adhikar. Now at our level at which we stand, frankly, we are not adhikari either to speak of the Gita or the Upanishad. I mean, I'm not talking, I mean, I, I understand there are people who can speak very well or Savitri let alone or anything. So it is abhi to hamara ye hona chahiye abhi paanchvi, dasvi class mein let me first, you know, arrive there. That's why I said that. Uh, why? Because I debated inside several, you know, for months whether I should speak about it or not. Because it's not, it's easy to speak. But do I have the adhikar? So, even a scripture which is well known like the Gita. Asia Upanishad, somebody like Shankaracharya, you know that a whole sloka because it it's not easy. It doesn't fit into the doctrine of illusionism. Therefore, it was streaked. It is well known, documented. Now, it's, the world is an illusion. So, he explained it by tweaking the language. Not only interpretation, but tweaking the language. And Shubhinda had to correct it. No, the language is very clear, straight, direct. And he is a master in Sanskrit, so he could talk on his same ground. So, if people of that teacher could do it, because from the angle of vision, he tweaked. In many people, Isha Upanishad, which is one of the most powerful scriptures, is not even accepted sometimes as one of the principal Upanishads, because it goes different from the other Upanishads in a certain sense. So it's very important to, as I said, to be very humble and just receive it. It's okay. People will receive it differently, which is much better. And each one will have their own revelation, churning inside. Maybe, you know, one can uh, connect it inside with whatever one is accustomed to. That's perfectly fine. But in a group, it is best not to engage into that kind of discussion because it's likely to disperse the beauty, the grandeur, I have seen it, it disperses it. So, <laughs> like all we say nowadays, in religion, to each his own. That's perfectly fine. Exactly. That I completely agree. So, to each his own approach. But that's why I focused on the collective understanding. That's the only thing. See, it's like, I may have, let's say that, as um, now we have the UK Prime Minister, okay? Okay. He is, the, he is a Hindu. He is an Indian. When he acts, 
should he act on the basis that i am a hindu or an indian or is a britisher answer is very obvious isn't it i would rather that he acts for the good of the british because that's what he is there for if he allows his personal views to interfere he is actually not even doing the good that you know of course in his considered view he may think that it's much better if the ties between india and britain grow strong that's real time politics and logical but not because of a bias so to each his own is perfectly fine uh, individually but imagine if he says now i'll make prayer to lord ganesha compulsory in the schools now he is doing something very similar with the um, fatwas and you know all these people have done that's where the problem comes that's exactly what happened in the mohammedan religion each has his own way but the moment it is imposed so these things start like that and then they create a confusion so collectively we have to understand that there is a process there is a you know way of life even in ordinary life we we follow a you know each his own cannot be applied on when we are driving on the road i want to aaj mera man kar raha hai yaar left side se le lete hain can i do that i can't do that because it's a collective thing with a religion everywhere this is a basic rule religion is a personal thing i agree and each one must explore i would not even use the word religion let us even get rid of the term let us say quest not even spirituality because spirituality gives om sitting in meditation even spirituality becomes a fix something but a quest one may have a quest one may not have a quest and one is free to have or not have one is free to believe in god or free not to believe in god is perfectly fine that's your individual journey and individual quest completely in agreement with that but when it comes to collectivity there has to be some kind of a common ground if everybody starts nahi hamara islam now imagine this is okay this is a very harmonious group but imagine abhi koi aa gaya jinhone kaha ki nahi actually hamare islam mein aise kaha hai is savitri aapko kneel down karke padhni chahiye aapko scientific reason aapko bahut acha lagega isko padhke aise now you know it can go to any extent i mean in christianity it is that Christ says that I am the path and I am the way. I am the way and I am the goal. He says that. So when you put that with Sri Krishna and say he also says Sarv Dharman Paritya Mama Kam Shanam Raja, are they the same thing? No, they are not the same thing. Though it is, it is the same thing in, in a certain essence. So that subtle distinction very few people have. So it's always good unless somebody is deeply tuned into say all these scriptures and Savitri. It's best. to be ambil and to start with bhai nahi pata hai lekin janna chahte hain very easy and then it opens that door again i am not saying that one should do this or that but i am just saying what is the best way of doing it saritri padhne mein kya hota hai samjhiye ki ek shabd hai adri uske liye bahut kuch kaha agar kisi ko question aata hai to wo bhi adri What is what is Advait? Advait in Savitri. Yeah. Where is Advait in Savitri? नहीं where is Savitri में Advait? That word doesn't come. That's your interpretation. Ah, it is not there in Savitri. The word is not used because it's all English. So yes, there are many Advaitic truths, but Shivendra's Advait is very different. Yeah. So the moment we bring in Advait, 
See, I'll give you an example from Savitri of Advait, which will be very different. On one side, he speaks about that which is traditionally described as Advait, the one without a second, and that we will find in Book Three, Canto One. Pursuit of the unknowable in the real sense, the Advaitic experience, where everything dissolves and vanishes, because you have never experienced all these things yeah. and realized it. But there is another Advait that can reconcile Gati with that, you know, immobile Purusha, and that's what we were uh, other day that one who has made this world is ever its Lord. So there are several places where he has not used the word. But he has shown every side, and I think we are living in times when we should try to disengage our mind from all this past understanding because it is interfering. They are born of an experience. The moment we experience advait in the real sense, that's what these scriptures are meant to give us. Yes. Then it's very different from the way we have understood or you know interpreted the one divine who dwells in all things. That is advait. The one who contains all within himself. That is advait. And all is an expression of that one. That is Advait. Now this third one is very difficult. How do I see that this uh, uh, thing which is happening? Even this is an expression. So human mind recoils Advait in its ultimate sense. So each one brings his own definition. I see nowadays in the Western country non-dual consciousness. There yeah, you have just used the word. I just gave you the example. Yeah, yeah. इस तरह के बहुत से बात आती है कि इसका अर्थ क्या? हाँ. In that time, if we take the help of Bhagavad Gita or Bhagavatam or something like, and to explain the things, or we try to interpret because the thing which is coming in front, okay, इसका अर्थ क्या? तो इस उस समय इस तरह के literature या so there are people हाँ so there are people very true so there are people there are two ways of doing it. There are people who have this deep understanding of all these things, and you can either refer to those things because it is now coming from a source. Okay, now I don't want to say that I have written these commentaries based on because there are people who have done that precisely. But if you leave that aside, forget about that. Then one should come that today we have to read this passage. Take the trouble of. Finding out what Mother and Shurabindo has spoken about this, take it out. You will get the comprehensive way of understanding. That would be perfect. That can be done. That okay, there is you know he talks about uh, as you said Advait. So what is Shurabindo speaking about Advait? But that is going to be laborious because you'll need a not weak but a commitment. That okay, what Mother and Shurabindo has spoken about it, and then we come. Like Purusha and Prakriti is there several places in Savitri, in the whole in secret knowledge. But you know, without using that term, it is there. Now, our traditional understanding of Purusha and Prakriti is that this is Purusha. Purusha and Prakriti come from Sankhya. It is used in many. Yeah. So there is the Purusha and there is this Prakriti. And when the Purusha reflects himself and gets identified, then it is bound. When it draws back as a Sakshi, it is free. But Shubhendu gives a completely different understanding. Very new understanding. So when we read about what Shurvinda has spoken about Purusha and Prakriti, and we can bring that passage, it's perfectly fine. But that requires a little more effort. So whoever is, you know, I don't know, organizing, they can take the trouble of maybe spending a week. It's a beautiful progress, okay? Because what we are going to read is already decided. 
and then come back some that's why he said one person who becomes like a nucleus who reads meditates brings out from mother and shirbindo's because for all these terms shirbindo is given a new sense even of the traditional understanding of spiritual things moksha he gives a very different meaning for example today moksha is understood as cutting off the cycle of rebirth why because this is a suffering shubhendra doesn't give that meaning he says moksha is a state of inner liberation now see look at the completeness in savitri there is a passage now normally when you say that moksha is when you have cut off this uh, bondage so you don't come back into rebirth isn't it that's the normal understanding am i right what does it mean it's a conditional freedom how can freedom be conditional you see the paradox that means if i enter into it i am bound even if i am free still if i enter i am bound shubhendra says even in chains when you are free that is moksha because you have discovered who you truly are which is more in line with the gita which is about the state of jivan mukta though the gita still speaks about trigunas um, not bandhan they are no more bandhan but they are the means of action so you see if we supposing bring a traditional understanding of moksha then we will again be obfuscate whereas shubhendu gives us a very wide understanding of moksha moksha is an inner like i'll give you another example he speaks about self with a capital s in book 1 canto 3 it's about he discovered the self so we hear about self realization enlightenment but shubhendu gives a very very unique and all comprehensive understanding of what self realization is he abode at rest in indivisible time where do we read about this experience in self and i am saying this on the basis of having read many of this i have read literatures which speak about i am that plenty of literature originally i have, i mean i am saying this uh, raman maharishi um, the gita the scriptures i am saying with some kind of you know um, having spent time and um, i can't say authority but spend time with all this that should be the gives us something very new and unique so it may interfere again individually it's perfectly fine when i read something i may connect it within me with advaita but collective reading it may create a confusion so if we want to understand even terms i think in my savitri talk several places i have uh, spoken about it how shubhendra's use terms in a way that changes the whole sense look at this one line which i already read in nature's instruments loiters secret god see the meaning of the word loiter and you see iska kya matlab many of the terms he speaks about the deep offense of god against human reason this is his offense his is god's offense and then he says with a sense of humor to park himself in finite so when we uh, connect even with the language the word meaning it can uh, lead us in a different direction but when we read it as a kind of with humility it'll be wonderful now another example i'll give you in the in the beginning of savitri it starts with this it was the hour before the gods awake uh, it's a very simple sentence when do the gods awake now a person deeply versed into scripture will say in the rig veda there is the nasadiya sutra 
10th mandala of the rigveda where it describes before the gods have been born we also speak about brahma muhurt before the you know when they speak of night but next time he says across the path of the divine event and now you see the huge foreboding mind of night alone mind we read from the dictionary night we read from the dictionary but what is mind of night so but we understand the symbol ye kaun si ratri hai kal ratri then it becomes very obvious so mind of night alone in our unlit temple of eternity now when we read it with that sense the sense will enter into us and that will be much better it may be very imperfect doesn't matter now it's it literally start from what the rigveda scholars aprakritim salilam the ocean of inconscience but it's very difficult most of us have not read even these things so it become very difficult because we have read from here and there a little bit and we try to connect but shurbindu we know i mean someone who had atmasat kiya tha vedon ko upanishad ko gita ko the best is to go back to him and realize those things to read from his writings and it's very easy nowadays to search on the computer type the word advait itself and you see so many shades of meanings so shurbindu is like that master artist you know pehle teen color mein sab phir saat rang सात रंगों के सपने चुने देन बिकेम सिक्सटी फोर शेड्स नाउ यू मिलियन शेड्स कंप्यूटर में ना दिस फोटोग्राफी में सो ही इज लाइक दैट मास्टर हु ब्रिंग्स अ सो मेनी शेड विच क्रिएट द टोटैलिटी एंड इट्स अमेजिंग व्हेन वी लुक एट इट इट्स सो वंडरफुल सो इट विल हेल्प अस बिकॉज वील रीड शिविंद एंड द मदर आफ्टर ऑल व्हाट इज द पर्पज ऑफ रीडिंग सावित्री इट्स नॉट लाइक जस्ट ए रिचुअल कि भाई हमारा घर बार ठीक चलेगा इट्स टू गेन द न्यू अंडरस्टैंडिंग द न्यू विजन द न्यू नॉलेज द न्यू एक्सपीरियंस ऑफ द न्यू गोल दैट ही हैज पुट बिफोर अस सो दैट्स व्हाई रीड योर विद द मदर यू विल सी एवरीथिंग ठंड लग रही है <laughs> you had mentioned a phrase called ek se anek i don't remember i said eko hum bahushyam which is unity in diversity in a sense or the divine one nay i may have said but okay does the sense i get it yes so it means that there is the one source of everything ek and out of that source that is one because that one is infinite see if one was finite then it will create sameness and monotone but there is no sameness and monotone why because that one is infinite anantoham so in the in the vedas you see ekoham anantoham so that infinite because the one is infinite through the universe is manifesting infinite possibilities which makes this creation so wonderful and charming and delightful and challenging of course <laughs> so the goal of creation is precisely unity in diversity but you cannot create diversity by any external mechanical means you have to go back to the original unity then you can understand the diversity and the meaning of god's play otherwise there is a mess 
that's the mess that to each his own now imagine the problem that doctrine which is very good now people are beginning to realize the problem all are good everybody is fine liberal now what happens when people walk into a civilization and disrupt it what do you call it is it liberal it's not liberal what you should do so it can only be created unity can only be created and the uh, diversity can only be uh, celebrated on the basis of discovering this inner unity which cannot be done by the mind because mind by, by its nature takes an angle of approach so that's why one has to discover it so the fundamental truth of the vedas that discover the one is the first truth and then the manifestation in the many is the next which shubhendra brings out in fullness that is what we have missed the manifestation so people speak about discovering the one through all this and when you have discovered this is the end but shubhendra says no this is the beginning of a new creation so that's what is meant by ek anek tame ekta as it said today unity in diversity that is a plan so we all should have different approaches perfectly fine but if ever we want to create unity it has to be done by going back to the origin and the root but then people who found it they ended up saying this is diversity is meaningless so that's where shubhendra brings the bridge and that is the super mind where you have the consciousness of the one and the multiplicity this multiplicity ka consciousness is now then based on rith so in the vedas you'll see these three terms in in uh savitri toward the end it comes the truth the right the vast so what are the terms in the veda is satyam there is one truth without a second that's we know ritam and vratam it's vast vastness we understand what is rit chit the right arrangement of things disturb the arrangement there is chaos so in a cupboard if you keep the shoes on top books below you're creating a chaos besides the inconvenience every time you have to take the shoe you have to take it down book you will have to bend so rith is that there is a way that things have been arranged satya dharmaay drishte that's part of the yagnavalk so that what is the way that the divine arranges things or if we want to put it in modern language what is divine will how does it want to express within me and in the collectivity that we must tap into that's right.